it is another episode of Don't Tell Me to Shut Up. I probably should add please nah, on that, but nah. I feel like I don't want to because you shouldn't tell me to shut up anyway. So just don't do it. Now, if I give you a second chance, I might say please or I might say fuck you. It just depends on what mood I'm in. But anyway, we're not talking about that. Welcome to the show. Nonetheless, I'm your host, Jasmine, of course. And um, I have my ever ready, uh, fabulous team next to me. I have Butterfly over here who is producing the show today. And of course, I have a select <laughs> I'm trying to put the hard G in there. I know it's Asalena, <laughs> who is basically the uh, uh, engine behind everything that goes here. I try, I try, you know. So what I first want to do is uh, we're going to keep this pretty brief today because I'm very busy with elections. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but I do want to talk about my current situation. What is it? So my current situation is I have come to a place that... Um, I realize I might be crazy <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I think as women, we all have a little bit of crazy in us. And I think depending on your age will determine the balance or imbalance of that craziness. When you're younger, you tend to be a little bit more crazy. As you get older, you learn to kind of, I don't know, harness the craziness. And so you become a more mature crazy, which is different. I am mature crazy. That means that for the most part, I'm saying, but every now and then she gets loose. Luckily for me, Veronica is in the building. She's highly judgmental. So she keeps me in check. Give it up for Veronica. <laughs> Thank you. See how snooty she is. But trust me when I tell you there are other girls in my head, one of which goes along with my craziness because she is responsible. But we'll introduce you to. Uh, listen. This is why I'm crazy. You, you this part right here. I'll decline. That's for your phone. No, but you're not doing it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. That's good. That's yeah. good. I'll explain that later. I'll explain that a little bit later. So anyway, uh, moving right along, um, now that we know my current situation is I'm crazy, I am dealing with that in my own way. I have not yet gotten to the point that I feel as though I want to seek therapy for it because I kind of like my crazy. Yeah. I feel like without it, thank you. <laughs> without it, I feel like I probably wouldn't be a, a, the better version of myself. Is that stupid? No, nah, I think, listen, we all got a little crazy. Yeah. No. I think so. We, we're a little bit. Um, and if you don't, you're really not on our level anyway. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. It's true. Especially water signs. Yes. Oh, boy. You got to have we go. a little bit of crazy in you in order to, you know, uh, become an outlier, to yeah. rise above the fray. Earth signs are crazy too. But you're you're crazy, but you're crazy on the ground, mm -hmm. and you're sturdy. Water crazy. signs are crazy, and we float all around. <laughs> we have no tethering device. <laughs> Dig what I'm saying? It's a difference. Period. Yes. So, uh, what I want to quickly talk about today, before I get into the election, um, I want to talk about. I, I read a story where I saw where Lamar Odom's girlfriend broke up with him. Oh. Say what? She did. Left him high and dry. Now, here's the thing. We all know Lamar Odom's story. Or should I refresh your memory? Refresh. So some years ago, Lamar was in a... First of all, I don't know his relationship status prior to Chloe. Wasn't he married? I think so. Yeah. I think he was married. Think that sounds about right. And I, I think something went really crazy with that relationship. However, he got with Chloe. And he seemed pretty stable. Now, I myself... Seemed. You know, I, I'm not opposed to interracial relationships. I think whatever floats your boat, do that. 
because I'm not going to be there when you close the door. So on the outside, I could be against it and it might bother you. But really, when you go home, you close the door and put your feet up on your sofa. You got to deal with everything that goes on in your household. And I'm not there. So I don't want to dip in and dip out. (laughs) But I'll say this. After the Khloe Kardashian situation, that's when he was caught in a brothel and he was almost dead. So I don't know what she did. And I'm not saying she's responsible because listen, we're adults. We're responsible for our own shit. But it we we it was touch and go. We thought we were gonna mm-hmm. lose Lamar. Mm-hmm. Now, for the most part, I knew Lamar as a basketball player. Right. right. Right? I didn't know him as this other person. I'm not trying. Jesus Christ. Exactly. I want to be <laughs> judgmental, but she won't let me. I'm gonna have to switch her out. Yeah, you Veronica. Veronica. I can't say what I really want to say, but we'll just say we knew Lamar was in trouble. My question is this to the chick who broke up. They were going to, they were engaged. That's a whole mm. different level of relationship. They were engaged yeah. to be married. Yeah. So what happened? So she decided she would marry this guy mm. in the wake of everything that he had been through. Girl, Bob. Because when you think about the scene, let me paint the scenario for Please you. Do. It's a brothel. <laughs> in Vegas. It wasn't illegal though? Don't matter. It don't matter. It's a brothel. And he was in there naked. Like he had been really going through them and he, you know, was doing drugs and stuff. Had to be rushed to the ER. They didn't think he was going to make it like it was. And you know, this place was called the bunny ranch or something. It wasn't a cleanest spot. He was a regular there too. Regular. regular. He had a penthouse there. Oh, well there it is. So he had them coming and going. But the point is, he ended up in the hospital and we really thought he was going to lose him. And even after that, we still thought we might lose him because remember when he came out of rehab, out of the hospital, mm-hmm. went to rehab, came out of rehab and went straight to the casinos in Vegas and was drunk. <laughs> so my question is, why do we seek out people who are not fully whole to be a part of our relationships? I think yes, I think a lot of us feel like we could save somebody. Well, who's going to save you as you are saving? You know what they that tell you part. when you that jump part. in the water to save someone who's drowning? Drowning. Do you know what could happen? You, you could drown. Do you know drown. why? Because they're drowning and they are going to take you down with them. Right. It's kind of like the isn't the plain philosophy too? Like make sure you put a Well, no, cuz I think in a lot of a lot of cases you're fine. You're yeah. you're fine. That's a, I think the plain philosophy is you save yourself and you save them. Yeah. Right. So you put your mask on you and then that way you can save your children instead of saving your children. And now you don't make it. So somebody else got to take care of your badass kids. <laughs> right. That's pretty much what happens. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, she seemed to be fine. And she still chose to be with someone who was still broken. I don't understand that philosophy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You want to live happily ever after with someone that can't even live happy. (laughs) Right. It seems. Without the help of a a little What's a puff? What's a puff? Yeah. And you don't know if it's crack (laughs) or, I mean, I'm not saying that's what he was on, but what I'm saying is you don't know what he was on. But what we know is that he was on something and he did not take the proper time, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, to heal himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, To me, it's like 
I would never date a dude who's in prison. Oh, yeah, we had this conversation. Yeah, it's the same thing. He's in the prison of drugs and whatever dysfunction because of his family situation. It's a horrible family story. Mm -hmm. His personal story about his mom and all of that. You got a lot to reckon with. You can't save someone like that. You need professionals who do yeah. it for a living. Yeah. You can't do nails all week and then decide you're going to heal your you man on the weekend. You oh. know, it really does sound like a Kardashian complex, though, because if we really think about Kim and Kanye, you know, like, that's a whole other si That's a situation but not exactly similar Kim on the can't same. save you, Kanye. Yeah. Right. You got and your it's not her job, it. too. It's not her job. Yeah. But I feel like in relationships, and, and listen, I will be completely honest, I think we as women, Black women specifically, took that on ourselves. Men didn't give us that responsibility. We decided yeah. we would try to save men for whatever reason. Either right. it was for in return of their love or accolades from other people to say, wow, look what you did. You did, you, you look at that. It ain't worth it because you could end up broken in the process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Broke people, yeah. No, hurt people like to hurt people. Yeah, Period. that's what it I is. do it every and day. And it's so unfortunate, like we don't necessarily believe in uh, therapy either. So, yeah, true. So. It's true. I think that's changing a little bit. Yeah, little I bit. think black women are now more into therapy than ever, and we're far more vocal about it. Black men, on the other hand, yeah, mm -mm. that's still a work. FYI. Which is the reason why Taraji P. Henson broke up with her man because she was like, listen, we got issues to work through. And he refused to go to therapy. Wait, they broke up? Done. She broke up the engagement? Oh, man. Late. <laughs> Where you been, butterfly? Under a rock, apparently. <laughs> Come to the light. But kudos to her for seeing it and calling it like she saw it as opposed to what she wanted to see because she could have just married him anyway mm -hmm. and been miserable and maybe it wouldn't have worked out so kudos to her for seeing the the the, the writing on the wall and so, you know, <laughs> knowing that it would not have worked and in the end it would have been horrible for her mm -hmm. yeah. you know why because she didn't give him half <laughs> oh god listen <laughs> here <laughs> Shut up. Sorry. That means I'm going too far. That means I'm going too far. Anyway, that's just kind of how I'm feeling. I wanted to put that out there before we get into this election real quick. Mm. Come through, Georgia. Mm. Here's the thing. Come through, Georgia. Come through, Nevada. Come through, Arizona. Come through, Pennsylvania. We really only need one or two. If we get Arizona, we need Nevada, and it's over. We can just have Pennsylvania and maybe one. We could just get Georgia and call it a day. Mm -hmm. Honestly, yeah. And go home and kick our feet up. Yeah, get a drink. We're going right. to get drunk. <laughs> I already got one. Oh, sorry. Butterfly, where's our drinks, man? What's on the menu? <laughs> I'll let y'all know the next time. But I think the thing that saddens me the most is that even if Biden wins, we cannot put Pandora back in her box. Nah, nah, not at she all. She is officially out. She's full grown. She's a full grown racist. Mm -hmm. Karen not is now Satan. the Kraken. Not today. Exactly. Yeah. Not today, Satan. Huh? Karen is officially the Kraken. And Richards. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're out in full force. I really hope that uh, Biden and Kamala prove a lot First of these of all, people. First of all, Kamala. Yeah. Give her, uh, put some respect what on her What is it? Name. 
Kamala. Kamala. Thank you. Um, I really hope that they prove everybody wrong. In what way? Well, because, you know, people, some people are like, well, you know, it's the, we picked the lesser of two evils. They still have the stigma with Joe Biden and his policies. And yeah, but here's too. the thing. This is what I don't like. I hate people who give half-assed information. The situation is when Joe Biden w- uh, agree with that. <laughs> hey. This is funny. You get that text you I did, and I sent it to Joey, but I was right in the middle of a podcast. But I did. I got it, and I sent it to Joey. Okay. All right. Don't call me to brag in front of everybody. We know. Congratulations. Wow. Uh oh boy. So that's a week long of bragging. See how his, his sportsmanship is terrible. They're listening to your bad sportsmanship. Right. Damn! Realistic. I could tell. By the way you're gloating, I can see your sadness. Not as sad as him, but I was sad. <laughs> All right. Bye. And that's what I deal with every day. Anyway, here's the thing. Tell them. That crime bill was passed during the age of crack. If you are a millennial or Generation Z, you, you probably don't, don't remember how bad it was in terms of crime. Yeah. And on top of that, the Black Caucus religious leaders, everyone co-signed and pushed for that bill, including people in black communities. But now because it was Joe Biden's face as a white man, that's all you remember. Mm, But everyone was in agreement with that. Yeah. So now what you can't do is try to take it back and rewrite it in your own opinionated verbiage and say, oh, look what he did to the black man. No, it's what black people were doing to the black community. Yeah. And it just needed to be stopped. Yeah. They were the ones who pushed for it. And he said, you know what? I get it. Let's do it. But we also don't want to talk about how the government planted crack in black communities. Excuse me. (laughs) And you know what else he did? Reagan. He said it was a bad idea. It was a bad call. So to recognize that, and I don't care what anybody else says. This is my own personal opinion. What I can't do is praise Obama and Michelle Obama, but in the same breath, uh, kind of, you know, ridicule Joe Biden. Because if Joe Biden was good enough for Obama to pick as a running mate, knowing his history, he's all right with me. And here's the other thing. I think the reason why like people keep pushing that is because we're in the middle of cancel culture and nobody wants to let anyone take accountability and grow from their mistakes. Right. It's no redemption for all those people who are on the cancel culture, uh, uh, board. Let's lay your things out on the table. Let's lay all your stuff bare. Right. Okay. Can we do that? Is that possible? It's true. See if you survive it. Because my question is, who came up with this whole thing about cancel culture and who is in charge of it? And why do you get to pick what needs to be canceled? Yeah. Are you, 
he who is without sin cast the first stone. I noticed somebody went as far as saying that he's he's more racist than Trump because Trump never said anything. You I'm like, know, you just I hear what you want to hear because yeah. Trump has says says a lot of racist stuff. Yeah, I'm, one of my friends back. Um, who's out in Texas right now, now, gay black man, it was like, I'm, you know, like, Trump isn't as racist as everybody making it seem. It's the media. I'm like, okay, so what about the conversion uh, shock therapy that Pence is trying to do to the gay community? And he was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, all, yeah. <laughs> Pence doesn't like women. Right. I said His it. boyfriend is listening, Graham. First of all, stop calling him Graham. I've heard this all day long. That's oh, not what it is. It's well. Graham. Well, it doesn't like matter. Crackers. Okay. Ground. Anyway, my thing is this. Do your research. Be thorough with your research as opposed to ripping and reading the headlines on Facebook, which is, by the way, is full of people who know far less than you think they do. Yeah. And if you buy into it, you, my friend, are a part of a cult, the Facebook cult, mm -hmm. in that you don't believe in research. You just believe in what other people tell you. And have you ever met those other people? Do you know anything about their education or what they do for a living? They may sit on the couch all day long and scratch their nuts or their vajayjay and make shit up. You don't know. So be careful. Okay. And, some, and support Kamala. That's all I got to say about that. Okay. And in case you're wondering, my face is on the greasy side because she got a facial today. It looks Ooh. dope. Bam. Wow. It was beaming. That's right. Beaming. And by the time you see it again, Kamala will be vice president. Oh! And by the way, before I close out the show, can I tell you the ultimate irony? What? The fact that you had so many black men who were saying we must support our black women, but you voted for Trump. Right. All because of Biden. So mm -hmm. basically, you chose a you chose a white man over a sister. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. The fuck? Period. So if we want to talk about cancel culture, let's find out this 20% of black men who voted for Trump and let's cancel their asses. And, and on that note, mm -hmm. I was going to say this. And 32% of Latinos, too. Yeah. That's, first of all, that Cuban vote in Florida. But it's those Cubans who think they're white. Yes. And unless they tell is. you they're Cuban, a lot of them you would not know. Mm -hmm. I've never met a brother. That I didn't know was a brother. You know how I knew? That edge back there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For the women, it's always the edges. For the men, it's back here. <laughs> Ain't no mistaking that you's a nigga. <laughs> but for the Cuban-Americans, some of them can pass as white. And that is why. I'm out. I've said enough. I, I'm shocked you didn't tell me to shut up. But uh, thank you, because well. you understood what this is all about. <laughs>